Hey, 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 everybody. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I hope y'all are doing well. This is your girl, Tanetta Clay, your life coach, your social worker here to bring you a video this evening. This video this evening is more working on the social work side, I guess I put it that way, but it still, of course, goes with the relationship with ourselves and others. Like the title says, we have to work on ourselves first before we can be a partner to anybody else. And our mental health is greatly important, y'all. I know we, we've been through a lot these past several years. Let me see, this 2023, so I guess it's 2019, with all the COVID, with all the, the deaths, with all the, the grieving, with all the the wars, with all the the, the plagues, all, all just, just all types of stuff is going on, earthquakes and hurricanes, and people are living through these things, and some people are not living through these things seeing all these deaths and murders on TV and posts on social media, all these things take a toll on us at some point, y'all. I know we always want to say and think that um, we're, we're so used to seeing these things and it won't bother us. It will bother you. Whether you know it or not, you can only desensitize yourself so much to different things like that. And all the things, and, and that's not even including the stuff that we went through in our own personal life, our own traumas and dramas. And some people have been sexually abused like I have. Some folks have lived in the houses with domestic violence like I have. Some folks have had parents with drug issues like I have. There's all types of things that we, that we go through that we don't even talk about. That's sitting in our body, that's sitting in our head, mind, heart, and soul, that's just waiting to come out. And when it comes out, it's coming out in ways that hurt our relationships. And this isn't just about romantic relationships tonight. It, I normally do talk about that, but I just want to make sure, of course, it, it, it does have something to do with your, with your romantic relationship as well. But it also has something to do with those other relationships around you when it comes to your job, when it comes to your parents, when it comes to your kids, when it comes to your friends or whoever you're hanging around. All the things that we go through and look at and see and have experienced all those things, of course, especially if we have not attempted to heal anything or even to work on the triggers, they are going to come out in our behaviors. They're going to come out in our behaviors. For, for instance, for me, I used to be a, you, well, you probably cannot tell today, but I still do get angry at certain things or whatever, but it's not all the time and every day and all day long like I used to at all. But I used to have a horrible temper. Jumping out the car on people, howling and yelling at folks, cursing folks out, all this type of stuff because I got upset or I got offended by something somebody had said. I was very hateful back in the day, back when I was, what, my teens, I don't know, growing up. And like I said, I had to start working on those things once I made it, to, of course, to college. I knew at some point I was going to have to start working on those things. I was having bad nightmares every single day every single day people being killed people being shot all types of stuff in my dreams every single day i was let me see what else well i guess i told you i was so angry i mean i was really angry because of all the stuff that i had been through and lived through and grew through i didn't know anything else but well except for what i saw on tv what i saw on the, the um national geographic all those types of shows traveling around the world the animals and seeing different people and cultures and that kind of thing yes i saw that and i knew at some point i was going to do that to some kind of extent as well but i was still an angry person very resentful did not know how to forgive anybody i held grudges like i don't know what you, like I said today, you can look at me and you can't tell that I had all those things back in the day, but I definitely lived through these things and I had these things in my mind, heart, body, and soul every single damn day. 
I did not believe in God back then either. I was so, a so-called atheist. I hated everything that I thought was, that, that I guess that could have helped me, I guess I put it that way. Including my parents, actually, I told them that. And like I said, I had to learn that all the things that I had went through, it was coming out in all those behaviors, all the anger, all the frustrations, all the, the lack of patience, all the bitterness, all the resentment, all the things that I had not forgiven. All my behaviors, everything that was going on, besides the stuff I tried to, 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 to fake it at work, I guess I put it that way, because I had to work and go to school and stuff like that. I put on the face and this kind of thing. But like I said, I'm sure you all do. I'm sure there's some of you all who are listening doing the same thing right now as well. I had to realize that I had to get some help. Once I got to college, well, I didn't know what kind of help. I mean, I knew that, 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 that there were therapists. I knew that there were um, counselors at my school and stuff like that. And I heard the folks going to therapy and things like that as well. I knew at some point that I had to get some help. And one day, me and a friend of mine were actually walking at college. Once I got into college and that kind of thing, we're walking. I was still having the bad dreams, still trying to work on my anger a little bit. I did go to anger management, I think twice. It wasn't more than twice. I want to say twice. But I did, I did go to anger management as well. Classes, of course, whichever one you want to call it. I went there twice as well. And like I said, me, me and a friend of mine was walking through the college campus and I happened to see, I guess, like the student health center. And I saw a sign on the door talking about counseling and therapy and how they had therapists, people, folks that were trying to be licensed and they were looking for clients and that kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, maybe I should try this out. That was my first semester at college, actually. And I started going to therapy that same semester. I went to... Um, let me see. Yeah, it was that same semester, almost almost since like my second semester, actually. When I first started going in, I had to do all these tests and all that kind of stuff before I could actually be, be paired up with somebody. So it took me a, about a month or so in order to get those things done because I had to schedule the time and had classes and stuff like that, too. But by the start of the new year, that January, I was I, I was seeing a therapist or a person in training to be a therapist. I guess I put it that way. She was getting her hours. I will never forget her. her. Her name was Linda. I found her card um, when we actually moved her to Tucson. I found her card that she wrote me like like years later, saying hope I was doing okay. She had moved to Florida, so I couldn't see her anymore after I graduated college. But I saw her the whole rest of my college career actually for three and a half years. And best believe, the nightmare stopped. The angriness that I, of course, was working on that a hell of a lot more. The resentfulness, the bitterness, the learning how to forgive. I had to work on those things in therapy and go through some of the things I did not even want to talk about. Like the sexual abuse, the drug abuse in my household, the domestic violence in my household, all those types of things. And I'm here to tell you that I know I'm not the only one that needs assistance. And also, I was, I was diagnosed actually with PTSD. That was the only kind of mental illness, I guess you can say, I had or mental... Yeah, I guess mental illness. I guess I just put it that way. That 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 they said that I had was a well was PTSD and a slight bit of paranoia. The paranoia because of the well and the and the PTSD from the environments I was in, seeing all the all these people being killed and seeing folks being shot and seeing the police shoot people too. I guess I put it that way. Seeing my mom being beat by my dad all the time. Seeing them using drugs and smelling drugs in the household. All these types of things going on. All those things that I went through and saw created the PTSD, created the little bit of paranoia that I did have, created all those bad dreams, created my anger, 
I was angry at the damn world back then, seriously. And I know, like I said, I'm not the only one who is angry at the world or angry at certain people or angry at something, whatever it was that had not worked out in your life. But we have to realize that if we want some, some good relationships in our lives, whether that's romantic, a partner that you're having sex with or whatever else, or there's family or there's kids or there's friends or there's even a good damn job, you have to learn how to take care of your mental health. And you have to seek out resources. I can't tell you, I've been a social worker for 20 three years, actually 24 years, or it'll be 24 years in May, this coming May. I've been a social worker for that long and seeing all these people working with all these clients in, from birth to death actually. Seeing all these people go through life with all these, these behaviors, all this anger, all this resentment, all this bitterness, all these messing up all these relationships, not trusting people having insecurities, not, not feeling well about their bodies, not even, not even having a good self-esteem or self-worth, anything along those lines at all. I've seen that for the last 20 something years, y'all. Actually way longer than that. Cause I noticed that stuff in my environment growing up as well. I didn't have all the words for it, the terms for it at all, but I knew something wasn't right and something was wrong with these people, I put it that way, or the people around me, the people that, that I saw with these particular issues. And as I got in, of course, doing my social work studies, family, go, go, I guess going to like abnormal psychology classes, I still got my DSM-4, whatever, we had to study that too. All these psychology classes, sociology, all this type of thing. I learned that therapy is something that of course can help us, I guess I put it that way. And I learned what mental illnesses were. I learned what they look like. Schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, all these types of things. Anxiety disorder. I learned what all these things look like and what can possibly solve them. I guess I put it that way as well. And like I said, at some point we have to get to a point where we know that if you want to call it broken, we're broken or we have all these issues, or all these traumas and dramas that we went through. At some point we have to understand and realize that we have to get help for those things. Even if you haven't been through all those sexual abuse and all this stuff, all the stuff for doing COVID this, this, this last few years has traumatized a lot of people, including our kids. We may not even look at the kids as being traumatized, but they're definitely traumatized as well. Suicide rates have went up. Divorce rates have went up. There's a lot of, of course, killings that have went up a lot, a lot more numbers, mass shootings, all these types of things. People are out here have suffering from mental illnesses and having all this stuff going on, but do not know what to turn. Like I said, me being a social worker, I can tell you the best thing that ever happened to me was going to therapy for those three and a half years while I was in college. I tried it a little bit after that, but I didn't, I couldn't find a good therapist anymore. So I just said, forget it and kept doing the, doing the things that she taught me when I was in therapy. Some of that stuff, I had worksheets and that kind of thing, but I kept pushing myself to do better. That's why I said, I'm talking this whole year, 2023, this is a whole year of doing better. We have got to become better people. I'm not saying that everybody's bad or anything along those lines. Better people in whatever way that you want to define that. Whether you're trying to be better at your relationships, I'm always am. Are you trying to be better at trying to build a business or teach yourself some skills or whatever it is, I don't know. Being a better parent, whatever it is. Being a better daughter or son or father or mother, whatever it is. We have got to start doing better because there's tools out there that can help us be better people. We all have all these stigmas about therapy and oh, only, well, in my neighborhood, black folks, only white folks go to therapy. That ain't for no black folks. We don't tell our issues and we don't do this. We don't do that. But we don't, 
people out there hurting the damn most, I'm sure. I've seen that my whole social work career, not professionally and personally. I was hurt like hell back in the day. Had all this stuff inside me. That's why I was so damn angry. I could have killed somebody, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I, I know I know it did it and those words definitely did come out of my mouth several times. I can tell you that. Like I said, I wasn't always the perfect person that you well, I'm not perfect now either, but I guess I wasn't always the person that you all see today. I had a lot of things going on, like I said, mentally, down in my soul, my heart, everything. I was an angry ass person because of all the stuff that I went through. Then you hear people talking about we don't talk about our issues and we keep everything within the household and you better not go tell this person and they gonna take kid, um, you away or the kids away. All these types of things. You heard all that stuff growing up. Well, I heard all that stuff growing up. I can't say you, but I heard all that stuff growing up from different folks that I was around. And do you know how much that affects a person when you're tr going through all these traumas and dramas and all this type of stuff? But but folks, your you people in your household are telling you don't 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 tell my business, keep it within the family. All that shit hurts us on a soul level. We're out here trying to struggle, trying to be adults, trying to get a job, trying to get married, trying to have partners, trying to do all the half kids and all this stuff. When we're still traumatized and hurting as well, we haven't even made it past the age of nine mentally. Because we got so much stuff going on. That's when the sexual abuse happened. And, that, and that's where our growth stopped. We have to realize that in order for us to be, become better people, y'all, we have got to work on our mental health. There's no way around that. Especially if you're one that's suffering. I was one that was suffering, of course. I wasn't, I wasn't diagnosed with depression. But I did have some depressed episodes, I guess I put it that way. Throughout my life. And I was the one, of course, who, who did not want to be here anymore, want to commit suicide a few times, actually. Thankfully, I had folks around me that was, of course, praying for me and there to help support and that kind of thing. And I put myself, well, they helped me, me and my, me and the, in my support system, helped me pull myself up out of those things. Like I said, I, I was in those trenches as well. The same as some of you may have, may be as well at this time, not wanting to be here anymore because I see the posts come up all, almost every day. I'm sick and tired of living. I'm sick and tired of this. Nothing's going to get better. And these kind of things, I'm here to tell you that things are going to get better. You just have to make sure that you're working on your mental health in order for those things to get better. And I know I talk about mindset a lot too, working on your mindset to feed those positive things inside your mind, heart, and soul. Whether you want to do some damn affirmations, I don't care which one it is. Affirmations, reading some positive poetry, writing in your journal, whatever works for you. I bake. I cook food, do, do cooking demos. I still do those to this day. Those are the things that help me heal. The baking, cooking, and the damn um, write, writing in my journal every day. I mean, I write in there every day like I used to, but I definitely, but I was going through all these troubled times every single day. I got, well, actually, it's, they're in the bedroom. I got about six journals, I think, seven maybe, something like that, that are fully stocked with the journal pages and notebook pages, stuffed in there too. Writing out my feelings, writing out letters to my parents. They're both deceased now, so I can't go back and tell them, oh, I'm sorry for saying this, or I'm sorry I told you I hated you, and all these kind of things. I'm sorry I howled and yelled at y'all, these kind of things. I can't go back and tell them, neither one of them that. But what I did do was write this stuff out in a letter to them in my journal. That's part of my, my me releasing the things I needed to release. Those are some simple things that you can do as well. Like I said, if you want to be in a relationship and do all these things and you haven't worked on any of the things that you've been through, you're going to have a hell of a hard time trying to love somebody else when you don't even love yourself. 
You're going to have a hell of a hard time trying to trust somebody else when you don't even, you don't even trust your own self. You're going to have a hard time trying to tell somebody no when you can't even tell the folks around you no. You always say, yes, girl, I was, I was that as well. We have to learn how to set boundaries, y'all, with the saying no. How you, how you want to set some boundaries with the partner and you have no idea how to say no to anybody else? How are you going to get into a relationship that the man, a woman, whoever it is, is going to want to have sex at some point? That's the point of connection for any couple. Or the couples that believe in sex, I guess I put it that way, because some don't. But how are you going to get into the bedroom talking about you want to have sex with this person or they want to have sex with you, but you can't stand certain touches or you can't stand the, the thought of a penis going into your mouth or a vagina going into your mouth or a nipple going into your mouth, anything like that. That affects everything that we do, if, especially when we're sexually abused or traumatized. I was sexually abused when I was built well under, un, under the age of five years old. <clears throat> I think I was three or four. I don't remember the age, but I know I was under the age of five years old. You have to work on those things. I had to work on those things. I had the similar kind of thing, just like anybody else. Well, not anybody, but a lot of folks who may have been sexually abused or traumatized. It's hard to, to, I guess, to try to get into a relationship and trust somebody and give them your body and all this kind of stuff. And you don't like the way, the way things feel. And you're scared to tell somebody, oh, I don't like this. I don't like that. That comes with working on yourself. Like I said, I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people about things like this, but it, you have to start with yourself first. And like I said, that's why I'm talking about being better for this 2023 starting her. If this is the point that you started when you see this video, start her, but don't stop her at all. If you need a therapist, get yourself a therapist. And like I said, I went to therapy for three and a half years. Get yourself a therapist. My whole college career, I went to a therapist to get me some help because I was going through all these, like I said, the PTSD, the damn bad dreams, all this type of stuff, the anger, all these things. I had to work on myself enough to get rid of those things and to learn how to love myself and increase my self-esteem as well. <clears throat> like I said, just like some of you are struggling with, with these things right now, you can start right here. It, does, it, it really does not matter Well, if it's today or tomorrow, next week, as long as you get started as soon as you can. I know for some, it's hard to, of course, to want to look for a therapist and do all these things because you hear so much. It's like I said, in the black community that therapists are only for white folks and black folks don't get therapy and all these, all these types of stigmas and all this type of stuff. You need help. If you need help, go ahead and seek that help. Help with those folks. They're not going to live your life for you. You only one that, that can live your life for yourself is you. They cannot live your life for you. If you're hurting, there's no reason why you have to keep hurting. If you're battling different kind of moods, bipolar, all those types of things, get some help. There's no reason why you cannot get help. There are some free therapy services out here. If you search them online, free therapy services or free counseling services. There's all types of online things that, that you can do now to receive the help that you need. Most of them have, or all of them, or all of them have sliding pay scales. If you cannot afford it, it's, it's some most, and if your insurance does not cover it, it can almost be free or $1 or $5 or $10 a session. There is no reason why you cannot get those things to at least start helping yourself to be a better person so that your relationships will not suffer. Like I said, I'm, I, I know I talk about having, I guess, a partner and that kind of thing, but these relationships include your kids. How can you be, be a better person to parent your kids when you have all this baggage that, that you're carrying? You cannot be a, be a good parent to your kids. 
You'll be howling, yelling, trying to control them, doing all these things. You have to take care of yourself first. It affects everything that we do. Everything that you have not done and, and, and tried to heal in your life will affect everything that you have. Well, all the relationships that you have. I guess I put it that way. Like I said, with the kids, with your parents, with your friends, with your with your jobs that you have. It affects everything. So like I said, I definitely just want to get on here this evening and just talk about this because I know I'm always pushing relationships, relationships, but like I said, the relationship with yourself is always the most important one that you'll ever have in your whole life. And it really is. Your relationship with yourself controls all the other relationships around you and it controls the outcome of, the, of those relationships as well. That's something I definitely want to make sure that I repeat in this video several times so that y'all can know that. And just know that if you're out there hurting, there are services for you out here. I'm not a therapist. I, I know how the therapy world works because I've been a social worker for over 20 years. I have my DSM-4. I have all those types of things. The workbooks. And I mean, I know the mental illnesses, how they look. I, I can die. I'm pretty sure I could diagnose someone. I'm pretty sure of that. With all the stuff that I've been through. And I've had to do that in, in some ways at certain times in order to get the kids that I had some help. And the teens that I had some help. And the parents that I had some help. I had to know something about mental health and mental illness. How it looks. The symptoms. When does it start? So like I said, if you're suffering from anything, even if it's suicidal tendencies, you're not wanting to be here anymore like I did. You can still seek help for that, y'all. Like I said, your relationships will not be right until you get right. And like I said, again, this is your girl, Tanetta. You're a certified life and relationship coach. And of course, you're a social worker, too. Like I said, this is definitely coming from my social work background tonight. Because I see a lot of folks as I heard hurting and things are going on and nope, well, I can't say nobody's trying to help them. Maybe the age guys, I know some folks going through things that haven't even talked to anybody, haven't even told anybody that they're hurting at all. Please make sure that you check on, I, I've, say, I, I've said this many a times, please make sure that you check on the people that you, so, I guess, who, who you call so-called strong. Strong folks and the folks that, oh, I got it. I'm always fine. I'm always blessed and highly favored. Make sure you check on those people because I'm sure most of them are lying. Make sure that you check on them. Those are usually the ones, the ones going through a whole lot of things. But don't want to talk to anybody about it and will sit there and suffer in silence. I've seen that so many times, professionally and personally. So like I said, definitely make sure that y'all get the help that you need. If anybody needs, I guess, some resources or that kind of thing, please search them online. There's all types of, like I said, therapy information, counseling information in your city online. Just search St. Louis, Missouri free counseling services. I'm sure you'll have some information that comes up. And like I said, they even have counseling and therapy online too, through the internet, just like this, just through Zoom or through whatever social media you use. Zoom, Google Meet, whatever it is. Get some help, y'all, because like I said, if you're not right, your relationships are not going to be right at all either. So again, this is your girl, Tanetta. I want to say thank you all for tuning in. Michelle and Braxton, thank you all for tuning in. I hope y'all are doing well. And like I said, if anybody out there hears this, here's the replay and needs some assistance or just want to ask me a few questions or that kind of thing, please just DM me. That is fine. Or if you want to leave it in the comments, that's fine too. But like I said, you definitely have got to get some help, y'all. We all have been through a lot, and we all are struggling, I'm sure, in some aspects. So get some help. It's out there, y'all. So again, I'm going to go ahead and get off here so I can finish cooking dinner, actually. But thank y'all for tuning in.
Like I said, please don't suffer in silence, y'all. And please reach out to somebody that you may know, whether it's a pastor, a friend, family, somebody that you can trust to confide in. If you if you don't want to seek a therapist, find somebody to talk to, even if it's your journal to talk to. So take care, y'all, and have a good one. And please make sure that y'all sharing this out with somebody that you think needs to hear this on your social media sites. Feel free to do so. Because this message needs to get out there so folks can, of course, to stop having all these stigmas about therapy and mental illness, y'all. So y'all take care and have a great one.